as one man. Amen. Somebody say as one man. As one man. Hallelujah. I want us to use the first few minutes to read the scriptures. Let's go to Philemon 3, 4, 5, and 6. Philemon 3, 4, 5, and 6. Philemon is one chapter, so we are reading the third verse, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth. Then we do Judges chapter 6, verse 13 to 16. Then we get a little bit of Judges 7, verse 1 to 7. Amen. I'm reading Philemon chapter Philemon 3 to 6. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God making mention of thee always in my prayers, hearing of thy love and faith which thou hadst toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints. Verse 6 That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to quickly read Judges chapter 6, the verse 1, the verse 13 to 16. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all these befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianite. Have I not sent thee? And he said unto him, O oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Verse 16. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I'll be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianite as one man. I want to take the verse 15 to 16 again. And he said unto him, O oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. And thou shalt smite the Midianite as one man. Somebody say as one man. Somebody say as one man. Oh, glory to Jesus. Verse 7, chapter 7, verse 1 to 7. And Jerubal, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early and pitched beside the well of Harod, so that the hosts of the Midianites were on the north side of them, by the hill of Moriah in the valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. 
lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. The verse 3 Now therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And there returned the people twenty and two thousand, and there remained ten thousand. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many, bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee, and for whomsoever I say unto thee, I shall go to thee with thee, the same shall not go. Verse 5. So he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that leap that lappeth of the water with his tongue, as a dog lappeth. Him thou shalt set by himself, likewise everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink. And the number of them that lapped put their hand to their mouth. There, there were three hundred men, but all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three thousand men that lapped, I will save you. And deliver the Midianite into thine hand. And let all the other people go, every man unto his place. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three thousand, by the three hundred men that lamped, I will save you. I prophesy over your head. The Lord said he's going to save you. The Lord said he's going to save you somebody. There's a prophecy I prophesy over your head. The Lord is going to save you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say, ask one man. From what we read from Philemon 3 to 6, I love the way the Bible positions certain words. And the Bible said that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. We had our first meeting on the 21 days of waiting, the first day. I talked to you about God wanting us to break camp and advance. God wanting us to take up new territories. So we saw that God wants his people to advance from one level to the other level. That the people of God were at Mount Horeb. And the Lord said that they have stayed long enough at that same place. And therefore, they should move from Mount Horeb. And then they should go. They should advance into other places. And you know... Even though Mount Horeb was providing for the people of God at that time, um, per what God has said concerning their life, Mount Horeb will not be able to sustain them for the future. And we saw that we looked at that in two different folds. We looked at the first as our spiritual life. And when we look at our spiritual life, one thing that we want to do is that we want to advance. Oh, we are praying now, but we want to take up new territories in our spiritual life. We want to add fasting to our prayer life. Maybe we are living okay and it's good. We are, we are, we are binding and losing his minds. But God wants us to expand in our capabilities and our abilities in his kingdom. And in our spiritual territory. Why? Because of where God is sending us. Because of what God has said concerning our future. We need to increase. We need to expand. So that what God has said concerning our lives is going to come to pass. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I'll make a prayer over someone's head in the name of our Lord Jesus. That the God that you and I serve is going to grant you the grace for you to move from one level to the other level. Oh, I make a prayer over your head as a child of God. That the Lord God helps you expand and take up new territories in your spiritual life. So therefore, if there is something that you are, it, 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 it easily beset you. The Bible said we should set aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us. Oh, so this year we want to take up new territories. We want to overcome the very things that so easily beset us. We want to overcome the weaknesses that so easily beset us. Perhaps there are things that we are battling with with our spiritual life. We want we are battling with the with the effort of giving. We want to overcome greed. We want to conquer greed this year because we want to expand spiritually in our Christian life. Is someone here with me at all? Hallelujah. So, that is the first thing we looked at. Then the second thing we looked at is that we also want to expand in our personal lives. Perhaps we are doing well in our personal life. We can go and come. We can order some Uber and come. We have some lands. Be it's okay. But you know something? We we have a good paying job as a young boy, as a young woman, as a as a twenty nine year old woman, twenty eight year old girl, twenty five year old gentleman. We are receiving some pay that you know in, in this economy and in this system, you are well without, it and it's good for you. But no, God wants us to expand. God wants us to expand. Why? Because of what God has said concerning your life. God doesn't want you to stand in that same place. God wants you to take up new territories. God wants you to break camp and expand. God wants you to proceed and become bigger and larger. He wants you to have a whole company that you can employ people. Is someone here with me? My God. God wants you to own lands this year. God wants you to own houses this year. God wants you to have your car this year. Mm. It's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. Hallelujah. And I said something that as believers, there is that righteous mandate that is on our lives that we are not living just for ourselves. Why? We are, we are mandated to feed the hungry. We are mandated to clothe them that are naked. We are mandated to visit prisoners. We are mandated to give shelter to them that have no shelter. Hallelujah. And we can do this except we expand. And if we live and we live for ourselves alone, the unbelievers do this. The unbelievers pay their fees. The unbelievers pay, pay for what they eat and what they drink and what they put on. And that doesn't make us believers. The believer distinguishes himself from the unbeliever by the righteous mandate. Hallelujah. So God wants us to expand. Perhaps you have you are you are you are done with your second cycle. God wants you to have a tertiary degree, a diploma somewhere, some HND, some degree. Maybe you are done with your with your degree. God wants you to have an MPhil. Hallelujah. Maybe you are done with MPhil. God wants you to expand also to have your PhD. These are all forms of expansion that we are looking at. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk to you about us one man. And from where we read, we read from the passages of scriptures that the communication of our faith will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in us. Someone say as one man in Christ Jesus. You know, we are who we are 
in Christ Jesus. The manufacture of a product is the one that determines the right use of a product. If I am able to make something, if I'm able to make, perhaps, if I'm able to make a television, I have my manual for the television, and I am the one that determines the strength of the television, no matter how you think the television is perhaps dilapidatedness is not strong enough i am the one that determines what it should be used for maybe you can overrate the strength of the television i'll tell you okay don't do this don't do that don't do this to the television because i am the manufacturer and because god is the one that made you and i you must understand that it is it is expedient upon us the believer to draw our strength from god and to draw our possibilities from god we must not sit down for the world to dictate to us what we can do and what we cannot do why because we are not made out of the world it is the god that created in you and i that places holy spirit inside of us that should be able to tell us what we can fully become hallelujah and the bible says that the communication of our faith will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. You are not what your background says you are. You are who you are based on the one or how God has made you in Christ Jesus. And you know, from our part of the world, it seems everybody is coming from a very hard and a tough background. So we hear people say, oh, where I'm coming from, it's very, very, where I'm coming from, it's very tough, it's very hard and it's true. It looks as if from our part of the world, most of us are coming from a tough background. And you know, because we've stayed in that environment for a very long time, this thing can become a mindset in us to think that that is how our life should be, that is how far we can come based on the things that are that are available at our disposal and the opportunities the less opportunities that were available at our disposal we can conclude by saying that oh, we can just get here oh, we can only go this far we can only go this mileage we can only get here oh my god but you know you are not who you are based on your background the day you accepted your lord as your personal savior you must understand that you became a new person you became a new breed for you are a new nation you are a chosen generation you are bought blood patches the holy ghost filled and you can become you can become everything that god says you can become and the very first thing i want us to look at here in this passage of scripture the bible said that the communication of our faith will become effectual how by acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in christ jesus that the communication of our faith will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in christ jesus it comes by acknowledging Whatever God wants to do in our life will only come to pass if we first acknowledge who we are in Christ. Whatever, and I mean whatever, whatever that God wants to do in your life would, would only come to pass if you first acknowledge who you are in Christ Jesus. It's wrong to be in Christ and still be thinking the same way. That's that's suicidal. 
It's very catastrophic to be in Christ Jesus, to be thinking the same way unbelievers think. Come on. I am from this place and where I'm coming from it is this that controls us. I am from this clan and I was born on this day and because I was born on this day, we are controlled by this. We are, we are controlled by that. We go this way. We come this way. We don't do this. We don't come here. We don't sit here. We don't go here. We can't do this. We can't achieve that. This is the thing that hunts us and that thing has become something that is really disturbing us as believers. Oh, I came to prophesy over the head of somebody in the name of Jesus. That you are who you are based on what God says you are. I came to prophesy over the head of a believer here that is going to accept this very evening that God in Christ Jesus, he is a success story. And you must understand this, that in Christ Jesus, we are all success stories. In Christ Jesus, we are more than we are more than a conqueror. In Christ Jesus, we are more than a conqueror. In Christ Jesus, we are forgiven. In Christ Jesus, we are forgiven. We are liberated. In Christ Jesus, we are redeemed. In Christ Jesus, we are favored. In Christ Jesus, we are blessed. In Christ Jesus, we are seated. In Christ, Je oh my God, may you roll out every story of defeat on your life by changing your mindset. Hallelujah. You know, most of the challenges that we go through in life is because of a certain belief system that makes it impossible for God to do certain things he wants to do in our lives. I, I, let me share a story with you about the piranha and I think I've shared it before. Uh, there, is, there, was a, there was a demonstration of something. There was an experiment basically about a piranha. A piranha is a fish that is very powerful. Their mouth have, it's very powerful and they feed on other fishes for survival. So there was an experiment that was done and in this experiment a piranha was placed in a glass and they placed other fishes also in the glass and then they separated the piranha which feeds on the smaller fishes with a see-through glass in water. So the issue is that even if the piranha sees the other fishes and the piranha wants to get to the other fishes and feed on the other fish because there is a blockade the piranha will hit the head against the see-through glass so it did that for a lot for, for a longer period or for some time and then you know when it was it was done hitting its head the people that were experimented on that were performing this experiment they took the see-through glass out and you know something the piranha will swim and swim and swim and swim but when the piranha gets closer to where initially the see-through glass was, it will turn and it will not get to where the other fishes are. It just stayed in the glass for a longer time till it died. It died. A certain belief system, a certain belief system has limited the piranha that the piranha could not feed and dine, that the piranha could not even get to something that it was supposed to nourish it. And you know, that has been the lifestyle of many people here. That their old belief system is still keeping us and it's not, it's not, even, it's not even allowing us to get to where God wants us to get to. 
So the moment a word of God comes into your life, you interpret the word of God based on your environment. And anytime the child of God begins to interpret the word of God based on his circumstances, on his environment, he begins to even choke the word of God. And the word of God cannot have its easy flow in his or her life. Your mindset must change. And one of the very things when we come to Christ is that God wants us to have a different and a changed mindset. In fact, he wants us to have a new mindset. He wants us to have a renewed mindset each and every day by looking into the mirror of our life. That is the word of God. May no system dictate so much to us that it prevents us from being used and blessed by God. I prophesy. I pray for you that may no system dictate so much for you that it prevents you from being who you are and from being used by God. May no system. Am I am I talking to someone at all? Oh, I got a sign. When the cruise die. May no system do that. May no system. May no system. Maradasiata. Veveko subada kadavaga. Mandele kosai. Mandele bosai. Mandele kosai. So the reason why God left his word for us is that we will have a change and a different mindset. Amen. And you know, one of the natures of men is to always classify things. There is that edge of men to always put things into classifications. It's like that. And it's, it's, it's fascinating how men would love to classify things. And it's not entirely wrong, but it prevents and it has prevented us from most of the times in God becoming limitless in our lives so you know the way someone can even classify you is going to limit you so in from our part of the world when they say you are a man of god you are a soulful or soulful it means that even if you can play football you are limited you can't do that it's, it even means that even though you can even own some shops you can't do that even if you can own some coffee things they have they have that is that classification is going to limit you because that is who we are that is how we are we, we classify things to dominate things. We classify things so that we can have power over the things we are classified. Refuse to be classified in the name of Jesus. Uh, I pray that you refuse that classification in the name of Jesus. So in our part of the world, I, I also see even in, even in the kingdom of God, the, when the moment they place a title in front of you, you are limited. The moment they call you a prophet, he knows that for you, you are, you are just here to say, I see, I saw. That is, none other thing is your business. The moment they say, oh, you are this and that, they know that no for you. You are, you are to do this and that. None other thing is your business. Oh, 
may you refuse to be classified in the name of Jesus. When you wake up in the morning and God said that today you are my prophet, be the prophet of that day. When you wake up today and the Lord said that today you are my, my apostle, be the apostle of that day. When you wake up today and the Lord tell you today you are my you are my healing evangelist, be my be the healing evangelist of Jesus that day. When you wake up and the Lord tell you that you are the healer, go and heal. You are the preacher, go and preach. You are the working of miracle, go and do it. Do not refuse to be classified by men. Refuse the classification of men on your life. Refuse it. Refuse it. And men classify to dominate. Men classify to have dominance over you. So let's say somebody appears on the scene, they begin to ask, okay, so where is he? Who is, who is this person? Oh, wait, now call university, no Oh, oh, they say. No, no. What happened? They have classified you. They have classified you. You cannot do anything beyond that. They have placed you in a box. So, when Jesus was walking on the earth, people began to ask where he was coming from. Then they, they said, isn't he the son of the carpenter? They wanted to place Jesus in a cup. No wonder Jesus entered his hometown and Jesus couldn't perform any miracle. Why? Because of classification. The moment you are classified, you are dominated. You refuse to be classified. When men classify you, they have dominance over you. They tried to classify Jesus. It didn't work. They will try to classify you. It's not going to work. 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 Because your mind is renewed. Somebody say, as one man, as one man. Come on now. Somebody say, as one man. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It is not going to work in your life. And that is it. No. It's not going to work in your life. So, when God was done creating things, listen here and watch me carefully. I want you to follow me carefully. I want you to follow me carefully. I'm taking you on a journey and I want to engage your intelligence tonight. The Bible said, God was done creating things. When God was done creating things, he, he created the birds of the air. And then he created uh, wild animals. He created, um, he created the fish in the sea. He created the birds in the skies. This was what God did. And when God was done, God brought them to man. What did man do? Adam, the first man, began to classify. He said, okay, even though you are the birds of the air, you will be called a parrot. You will be called a pigeon. You will be called a lion. You will be called a zebra. You will be called a tiger. You will be called a snake. What was Adam doing? Adam was classifying. Why was Adam classifying things? In order for him to have dominance over the created things. And this same belief system has, has been so much seen in dimensions of our lives. And wherever we go, people want to classify us. 
that thing is limiting us. So, we look at ourselves and then there are classification on us. These are people that are sick. Sick people, poor people, rejected people, cares people. So there is that classification that this is a sick person. This is a poor person. But when God looks at us, God says that blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So when God looks at us, he looks at us as a chosen nation. He looks at us as a favored nation. He looked at us as healed, as blessed, as favored. He doesn't see us as sick people. He doesn't see us as poor people. He doesn't see us as rejected people and cursed people. So if you stand there as a child of God and someone places that limitation upon you and don't look in the mirror, which is the word of God concerning your life, you're going to make a mistake. You're going to make a huge mistake in your life. So when you go and then they tell you you are you are you are poor when you go and they tell you you are sick you come back you look in the word of god what is the word of god concerning your life the bible said let the sick let the sick see they are well Let the sick say they are strong. So you look in the word of God and you tell yourself you are strong based on what the word of God says concerning your life. So you wake up in the morning and you check your pocket and you see one CD, five CDs. Your bank account is 40 Ghana CDs. And then um, you begin to say, okay, I am poor. I am poor. I am poor. You have classified yourself. The world will have dominance over you. But when you look in your account and you say, Oh, I do not operate from the physical point of view. One, the Bible says that silver and gold is my father's. And if silver and gold is my father, belongs to my father, then I'm not poor. I am rich. If you are going to classify yourself, classify yourself with a good thing. Don't classify yourself with a bad thing. If you are going to classify yourself with something uh, which is bad, which is which is which is anything, then classify yourself with a good thing. Tell yourself I'm blessed. Tell yourself I'm favored. Tell yourself I'm healed. Tell yourself I'm I'm I'm, I'm blessed. I'm favored. That is the thing. If you're going to classify yourself, classify yourself with a good thing. Uh, this thing I'm saying, eh, I wish someone would understand this. It will change your life completely. So you wake up and then there is ten cities in your account. But you go out and you spend at 50,000 cities and you'll be shocked as to why you spend 50,000 cities on a project yet you only have 10 cities in your account and you, you begin to understand something that your life is different as one man. Somebody's as one man. Oh. May you rise above every definition of men. And may you embrace your destiny. When they say you are poor, remove it. 
When they say you are sick, remove it. When they say you can't marry, remove it. Oh. Hallelujah. Is someone here with me? When they say you are blessed, accept it. That one is a good classification. I will tell you to accept it. If you are going to classify yourself, then please classify with good things, not bad things. Classify with something that it, it is in agreement with the word of God concerning your life. So from the passage we read, when we came to Judges chapter 6, verse 1, verse 13 to 16, we see that God promised to use Gideon to smite the Midianites. Somebody say it takes one. And God came to Gideon and God began to speak to Gideon and even the preceding chapter, the preceding verses, God spoke to Gideon and God actually called Gideon a mighty man of valor. A mighty man of valor. And we see something in the verse 16, he says that and the Lord said unto him, surely I will be with thee Thou, thou will smite the Midianite as one man. But you see, even, even before God even promised him this, God had told him that you are a mighty man of valor. What was Gideon saying? Gideon began to talk to God. And Gideon was saying that, oh, if God was with us, will all these things befall us? Where, where, where are all the miracles which our fathers told us? What was Gideon doing? Gideon had a mental block. Gideon had a block in his mind to Gideon because he was not seeing it. He was not having it. To Gideon because he was not seeing it. It was not real. To Gideon because he was not seeing it. He cannot assess it. And you know that is that has been the situation of a lot of people, a lot of children, a lot of God's children. We describe our refuse to describe your God. Refuse to describe your God by your situation. You make a big and a huge mistake if you think God is perfectly described by a situation or a condition that you are in in your life. So we find ourselves as believers when things go on with us. We are singing, our oh, God is good. God, you're so good. God, you are kind. When we enter time and we are not seeing kindness, we are not seeing. We are not seeing goodness. We are not seeing. When we are not seeing faithfulness, we think that God is not faithful. God is not good. God is not kind. God is not. No, 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 no. Refuse to describe the God that we serve by your condition, by your present condition. He's good regardless, He's kind regardless. He's, he's faithful regardless. Yours is to accept that he is and he is going to be in your life for you. Real, real. So God told Gideon that Gideon, I'm going to use you and I'm going to use you to smite the Midianite as one man. Me asafura dinamika se me me use you na use na me use you no me ma wu at the median for some kunim as nipa bako one man it takes one you know I, I searched scripture and I was amazed that 
it always have to start with the man it always have to start with the man and it always have to start with the man then the man goes and influences a lot of people I checked that when God wanted to have an, when God wanted to make Jesus the Jesus and the God of the earth he chose one nation Israel God uses Moses as one man brought the Egyptians on their knees God used Elijah as one man to deal with the prophet of Baal God uses Abraham to introduce us to the pool of blessings. God uses Noah as one man to continue the lineage of the earth. The salvation was introduced onto the earth through Jesus Christ. It takes one. It always starts with one person. And I am going I'm I'm, I'm prophesying and I'm praying for you. That God is going to expand your territory and God is going to bring the blessings and God is going to introduce salvation into your family by one person and I'm talking about you. Through you, your whole family is going to know Christ and is going to know Christ well. Through you, the knowledge of the gospel is going to spread in your whole family. Through you, the people in your family is going to come out of that curse and that bondage. Through you, the people in your family is going to enter into their, their place of blessings and prosperity. Oh, it takes one as one man. You know, I have checked. And when I did check, I discovered that always, it always also takes one person to, to make a whole family enter into misery. Mm. It takes one person be who couldn't take advantage of an opportunity to make the whole family enter into misery. It took one person to bring some gods be and some things and into the house and it made a whole lot of people after them suffer. It takes one person and it takes one person for God to introduce the saving knowledge of Christ into your family. This message I'm not preaching to everybody, but I'm preaching to the person that knows that knows that you know their family has is 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 in a level in their life. That they need a person, they need a person, and God wants you to be in agreement with Him. If only you are going to be in agreement with God, you are going to bring the whole family as one man out of the misery, out of the pain, out of the struggle, out of the hindrance, out of that which God has not allowed in the family. Oh. God want to use you. God want to use you as one man god is going to use you to introduce blessings onto the family because of you many people will be fed because of you a whole generation will be saved by your wisdom by your ideas god is going to do this god is going to do this and it starts with acknowledging who you are in the kingdom of god 
and the communication of thy faith may, be, may become effectual by acknowledging of who you are in Christ Jesus. So it first starts with you acknowledging who you are in Christ Jesus and the others follow. You cannot change, you cannot just change a, a slave to be the king by just giving the slave a crown. The slave still remains a slave even with a crown. What you need to deal with the slave is the mentality of the slave must be changed. So the Bible said the heir, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though will be the Lord of all. The mentality must change. So God was speaking to Gideon and God said, I'm going to use you as one man to bring the whole, the whole Midianites to their knees. And, and Gideon was there and Gideon was looking around and Gideon was saying, oh God, if you were there with us, why then has all these things befallen on us? When God is speaking, you need to shut up and you need to listen to him because he is going to, he's going to provide you the, the strength. He's going to provide you the energy. He's going to provide you the resources. He is the provider. He's your diary. He's enough. So if God is on your side, then you have everything you need. So God said, I'm going to use you and look at what Gideon was saying. Look at what look at the classification that Gideon had placed on himself. Gideon said, Okay. Now in my family we are the least. And in my father's house, I am also the least. God is speaking. And Gideon is classif classifying. God is speaking. And Gideon is classifying. Gideon is now classifying himself. And Gideon is now bringing the limitations. Ah, I can't do this. Nobody has done this in my family. Nobody has ever been a man of God. Nobody has ever been a woman of God in our family. Nobody has ever started something successfully. Nobody has ever attained that. Yes, God has promised that he's going to give me the land and God has said he's good. I know maybe it's going to come to pass, but uh, look at me now. I don't have the resources. I don't have the strength. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have, I don't, I'm not even prepared to handle it. And Gideon said, I'm the least. And you know, one of the languages of the enemy is to always, always magnify Your, your 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 list he magnifies your arrows he magnifies your weakness one of the strategy of the enemy is that he's always magnified and he's always overshadowing your strength so that you're not going to see what you have because the moment you begin to see what you have it's going to it's going to translate in your actions and you are going to really possess the land as one man god said i'm going to use you as one man no wonder in the verse 15 of, of judges 6 the bible said and the verse 14 and the Bible said, and the Lord looked upon him. <laughs> the Lord looked upon him. And 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 the 
Like, really? That is how you, you think of me? You, you make me lesser by magnifying your weakness. Oh, Gideon. And whenever we magnify our weaknesses, we make our God less. Whenever we, mag we magnify what we can't do, we make our God less. No wonder God looked at Gideon and said, Hey, mighty man of valor. So you must wake up and you must you must tell yourself as one man God is going to use you to conquer God is going to use you to win God is going to use you to build God is going to use you to introduce God is going to use you to go God is going to use you to travel God is going to use you to take hold I prophesy over your head in the name of our Lord Jesus may God the God that we serve may the God that you and I serve grant you that ability may the Lord that you and I serve grant you that advantage God said I'm going to use you as one man I'm going to use you as one man see so I remember I shared something on my Instagram page some time back I was there and then the Lord was speaking to me and as the Lord was speaking to me I I, I, I became Gideon in I became Gideon Pro Max I tell you and I was saying Lord what you are saying and what you are showing there is no blueprint I don't have someone who have gone that path that I'm saying I'm going to look at the person to go that, that path I don't have someone that let's say have gone that way that I'm going to look I've not seen any person that the Lord spoke to me he said that as one man I'm going to do it as the first person I'm going to use you you will become the blueprint you are waiting for a blueprint but God is telling you you are the blueprint for the other people you are the blueprint for the next generation I am speaking to a child of God here who is waiting for somebody to start before you follow God is telling you this evening that you are the blueprint don't wait always for a blueprint before doing what God wants to do in your life before pursuing what God wants to God wants to do through your life some of the things that God wants to make happen in your life it have no precedent some of the things that God wants to make happen in your life it has no well-defined path there is no well-defined path in the things that God wants to make happen in your life you must be the first that other people will follow you must be the first that other people will follow I was I'm very sure that when when the Sun was trying to go down and the Israelites thought they are gonna win because they can win and God told the man of God Joshua Joshua thought that how who has ever made the son stayed in his course before? Oh, little did he know that he's going to be the first. He's going to be the first. He's going to be the first. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Father, 
Be the blueprint. Be the first sometimes. In the name of Jesus. You check your family. And the Lord said, and the Lord's word has come to you. And the Lord said, He's going to make you a, a glorious person. He's going to make you a great nation. He's going to make you a conqueror. He's going to make you travail. And you're looking at yourself. You're looking at your family. You're looking at, there is nobody in who has done this. There's nobody who has gone here. There's nobody who has come here. There's nobody who has ventured into this place. And you are telling yourself all these things. And you are classifying yourself just as man classifies. And you've made the systems dominate you. You've made some ideas and concepts dominate you and the, the more it dominates you the weaker you feel the weaker you become and you know anytime you begin to feel something the thing will transcend from being a feeling to become a reality to become a character so some things that you feel for a long time becomes a character so if you feel weak for a very long time the thing becomes a nature anything that becomes you, that that has been felt for a longer time a longer period of time becomes a nature so when you feel weakness for a very long time the weakness becomes your nature i am here i'm telling somebody in the name of our lord jesus christ i came to tell somebody that refused to be classified refuse to tell yourself that i'm the least refuse to tell yourself that i know that sometimes you want to stay humble i know that sometimes you want to stay humble i know that sometimes you want to raise your shoulders i know that sometimes you just want to stay low-key so that uh, you you may you may you may you may strike the thing but i want you to tell you that if truly truly the things are affecting you refuse it today god is going to make you be one he has said he will make you so you see when god looks down on us as believers god doesn't see the rejection god doesn't see the curse god doesn't see that that which God sees is his people that he has said great things about. He takes the man of God with understanding to translate heavenly blessings to earthly blessings. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. May you not go through life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Makadiba you know it's going to be very shocking if Gideon didn't do it and if Gideon goes to heaven and God says that you you could have been the person that could have smite the Midianite and Gideon said me oh how could I I was coming from Manasseh's tribe and my father's family was the least and I, I was the least in my father's house so how could I The greatest disappointment is the is the last disappointment. The greatest disappointment is the last disappointment. And the last disappointment is that you could do some things. But you deceived yourself that you couldn't do. You know, when someone underestimates you, it's painful, but it's not painful. I, I, I always tell people, underestimation is a gift. Underestimation is a gift. I'm telling you, if somebody underestimates you, it's a gift. The person has gifted you a big, the person has given you a bigger opportunity. Yeah. If the person only underestimated you, you've not underestimated yourself. But... You prepare yourself and you you do it 
and it blows the person's mind the person will be in awe the person will be clapping or the person will say oh i never thought you could do this in my life i've been in churches i've been in cycles i've been in places that that people looked at me looked at my height looked at my my weight looked at my nature and said ah so this is the person that is going to do this are you sure are you ready for this and i love it there are times when i see that underestimation in their eyes i i love it i'll just say it in my head just give me, me and my god 10 minutes and you'll be in on your on your feet you'll be clapping just give me and my god 20 minutes just give me and my god 17 minutes just give me and my god seven minutes just give me the microphone and see the god in me stand up and see the holy ghost in me say let's do it and you'll be in awe underestimation is a gift when somebody underestimates you let the person do it that one is not painful but the greatest pain is self underestimation when you yourself underestimate yourself so be nembu so be timi aye bibia no there e different nipa no nyono na ye o nyankopon nipa no nyono na ma wa ho den nipa no nyono na bon ho bai nipa no nyono na ma o tumi nipa no nyono na ma o nyansa ntie no there e different but say wanga sa wo de nyoma be to wo abra bo so ka kire wo say wo ntimi nya e no there no abra pa and you know, God said, Gideon, I'm going to use you as one man. And Gideon began to influence a, a community. When, when Gideon began to influence a community, Gideon went, he brought 32,000 men. 32,000 men. Wow. It's logical. It's very logical. If God tells me I'm going to bring an army on, on their needs, an army that have been oppressing us, if God promises me that he's going to use me to bring an army that have oppressed my city or for many years on their needs, I'm going to bring the strongest on the land. I'm going to bring the strategists on the land. I'm going to bring the greatest warlocks on the land. I'm going to bring the bodybuilders on the land. Why? Because this is something that is critical. Very critical. And he brought 32,000 men. And the Lord said, They are too plenty. They are many. If they win, they are going to say they did it by their own strength. You know, God has a trademark. God has a trademark. There is the blueprint of God that He always wants to blow your mind. God wants to blow minds. God has a track record of blowing minds. He's that God. He's a showman like that. God said, there are plenty. Send a lot of them. And Gideon said, okay, if you are afraid, go home. And the, the shock of Gideon's life happened. Yeah. And the shock of his life happened. What happened? The Bible said 22,000 men left. 22,000. The greater percentage of the men left. You see, it is not all the people who are with you, who are with you.
if not all who are with you are with you actually and God said okay now even the 10,000 that is remaining there are plenty sent and the Lord said 9,700 the Bible said 9,700 were also directionless they lacked direction they were visionless they didn't have vision they didn't know how to conquer it was only 300 at last that went with him and God did it through those people as one man God brought the people freedom hallelujah I pray for somebody in the name of Jesus as one man God is going to use you to introduce the knowledge of the gospel on this earth as one man God is going to use you to conquer territories you know, as one man God is going to do that in your life in the mighty name of Jesus as one man God is going to help you as one man, I want you to lift up your voice, you are praying. I want you to lift up your voice, you are praying. I want you to pray wherever you are. My prayer, guys, you can call in for me right now. And I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want us to pray that Lord help us refuse the classification of men. Help us, God. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Rate you overcoming that thing that you have placed on yourself that which God hasn't you're overcoming it right now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus lift up your voice and pray Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Ipala kasuta la bradosa. Ilaka dele kosa da baba. Rapala kosa tala baba. Imana suta ya. Imakasuta de bradosa. We overcoming that in the name of our Lord Jesus. We overcoming that in the name of our Lord Jesus. Iyakoshaya. 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 Ratatatatala. 
Labasuaya, Rata Telecosia, Yantala Baba Baba, Yakala Baba Baba, Yakala Baba Pasun Telebrendo Sire, Imahas Tolebo Sire, Imalendele Brendo Sire, Imerendo Sade Brendo Sire, Ipateco Seteleberto Sire, Matala Basire, Rababo Sente, Ileco Sedegadia, Yagadegadegazua Tire, Yantele Brendo Sire, Yantele Brendo Sire, Yako Sibiate, Yakalebe Sunta, Yakolobo Sire Baba, Yakalababa Basoya, Yakolobo de Bosire, Rembo de Bodobo Sendibi, Yendibi, Sandibi, Rabado Sadabadi. God is going to do it as one man. God is going to use you as one man. God is going to use you as one man. God is going to use you as one man. God is going to use you as one man. God is going to use you as one man. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
In Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for praying. 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 God bless you for praying. God bless you for praying. God bless you for praying. Mandala Baba. Mandala Baba. Matekosaya. The Bible said in Ezekiel 22, the verse 30 says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the head and stand the gun before me for the land that I sought not to destroy, but I found none. There was no man that stood in the gun. You are here praying. You are here praying. You are here praying. Standing in the gap. It means that God is having a man. God said, I sought for a man as one man. God did not say, I sought for man. God said, I sought for a man. A man. A means one. One man. And God said, he didn't find. But to us, when God is looking for a man, he's going to find. He's going to find ask myself it was it was Abraham that bargained with God not to destroy Lot and his house and Abraham said so God when you enter Sodom and Gomorrah and you see 50 people in God I gonna destroy them he said okay five layers of a 50 Okay, 40. Okay, five layers over 40. And he did the beginning with God. He stood in the he stood in the gap. He stood in the gap. He stood in the gap. There was a man that was able to stand in the gap. May you be here. May you be that man for your family. 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 May you be the man that God is going to use for your family. 
May you be the, the man that is going to make a whole generation come out of you. That are going to say, oh, for me, school, school fees was not a problem. Oh, what we, we were going to eat, what we were going to drink was not a problem. Oh, we had our own place. We had an insurance. Our health was catered for. Hey, 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 listen to me. Listen to me. Yes, I'm talking to you. Listen to me. Don't make this blessing bypass you. Don't, don't, don't. I'm talking to you. You are in a very opportune place. I'm telling you. You are fortunate. And I have a message called, we are fortunate. And we are fortunate. You are fortunate to be alive. You are fortunate to be with Jesus. The one that carries all the strength, the power, and all the t- of the, the authority of the world. You are fortunate. And God is your resource. When someone asks you of your resource, tell the person, God is my resource. God is your resource. He's your source and your resource. God is your inheritance. He told the Levite when other people were having land and they were having, he said, no, you are not supposed to have land and all that. When other people were having land and then they were working on them, he said, no, you are not going to have a land to work on. I am your portion. I am your inheritance. I am your portion. I am your inheritance. I am your portion. I am your inheritance. God is all you need. And he says, the reason why nobody is here but you are here today. I mean, reason why you are part of the people that are here today is because God wants me to tell you this that as one man who wants to end some things in, in your family and want to start some things in your family accept it tonight the Lord I open I give myself away I give myself away whatever thing that you want to do with me and do in my life I give myself up as one man do with me that which you want to do with me you are blessed in Jesus name amen put your hands together for the Lord